0: And hello everybody, welcome to yet another dev party. It's so weird, it seems like we do one every other week. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: anyways, this one's going to be a very, very simple, nice, easygoing episode. We're both doing, I think the same developer even. So, Eric, Ooh,
1: yeah. how are you doing
0: over there? How's the weather?
1: Weather is oh, it's really cold. It's, it's, it's really
0: adult. cold here, too.
1: I don't care for this. Yeah. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. It's going well otherwise. I am... Oh, I'm here, ready to develop, and uh, the cat, Mosey, the, the, the cat, Mosey Jenkins, mm-hmm. is uh, hanging out here, just sort of hanging out. not sure what he's doing, but he doesn't hanging know what out, I'm
0: doing. Hanging out being a cool
1: guy? I think he's hanging out being a cool guy. Mm. So I'm going to be developing... Fomapan 100 in Rodinol, which is not my usual developer, but we'll get back to that in a minute. What are you developing?
0: Cynistil's uh, uh, Kodak Double X black and white.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I'm doing that in a stand. So stand. And spoiler alert, I already started.
1: <laughs> well, yes. Can you explain quickly what a stand developing is?
0: Okay. Well, there are different versions of stand. I'm going to say what I'm doing is a semi-stand. So basically, okay. I'm doing a 60-minute development. development. Uh, the tank I'm using is a small silver tank for 120. It fits about 500 milliliters. So it's 1 plus 100, so that would be 5 milliliters for the 500 um, or 495 of milliliters of water. Right. I pour that in, I agitate once or twice, and l- let it sit. And then about halfway through, so 30-minute mark, mm-hmm. I do three or four agitations, okay. and that's it. <laughs> that's
1: it. So it's a real easy way to develop. So an hour, and then you stop and then fix like you normally do with regular developer.
0: Yes, okay. yeah. So I actually really enjoy doing Stan for particular films, and then Stan's a really great thing to do for old films that you have no fucking clue what to do with.
1: That's generally true. Yes, absolutely. If you don't know what it is, stand, develop it, and something will come out. Exactly. <laughs> and so, so...
0: I'm actually uh, really mm-hmm. quick, though. Yes. Why am I stand developing this? That's a good question. Well... Because for some reason, I have like so many things on my mind and I feel a little bit insane today. Okay. So I'm actually kind of going through some of my film, deciding what kind of film to take on my trip. And I just seem somewhat distracted and it's kind of been a long day.
1: Fair so enough. I
0: thought, okay, <laughs> that's probably not good for developing. What can I do? <laughs> oh. I know. I'll just shoot the shit with Eric and do a stand development. Let him do all the talking.
1: I I mean, yeah, why not? Why not? I'm a chatty guy sometimes. (laughs) And so you're doing stand developing, which is sort of a modification of regular developing. And I am doing regular developing. And I'm doing regular developing in the most simple way possible because... I feel that if you've never developed film before, or you're a little rusty, or you've only done monobath, you can, if you want to, do what we're doing, and develop film the old-fashioned way. They earn it. And so, like I said, I'm doing Fomapan 100, but it could be any emulsion. And I am using Rotanol. And so we're going to mix the rhodanol. I'm going to show you how easy it is to mix the rhodanol. So you have a bottle of rhodanol. It comes in a bottle. And so you need to, for this, which is 500 milliliters, which is one roll of film, essentially, okay. you need 10 milliliters of developer and put that into 500 milliliters of water. And so I use a syringe. There's other ways you can do it. There's like eyedroppers, I, I guess, or... Um, measuring spoons, maybe, but I found a syringe is the easiest way. So you stick the syringe in the developing in the developer's b- bottle, the original bottle. You suck out ten milliliters, and it's there in the syringe. And then you just squirt. So you squirt it right into your your uh, into the water, which is in a graduated cylinder of some kind. Now that water should be around sixty-eight degrees. So you have yourself a thermometer. You measure it. Before doing all of this, obviously. And it's 68 degrees. And I just use the thermometer to stir it. Now. Really yes, quick. Man? Yeah. Before
0: you move on.
1: Oh. I would never move on.
0: For the uh, very longest time, yeah. I used one of Marley's old medicine droppers. They come in 5 mils for, like, liquid, like, baby Tylenol. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> they, there's also, like, the little cups that you get that have, like, 20 mil. Or it's, like, 5, 10, and 20. So, I use those for so long. Um, Like the
1: little cups on pepto Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay.
0: Also, if you look at, um, most people have little, like, tablespoon things. Yeah. If you look at it, uh, say, like, for mine, for instance, I'm actually using my tablespoon because my measuring stuff is in the trailer. And, again, it's really cold outside, (laughs)
1: <laughs> well LA cold so not really cold
0: oh god stop it okay so one teaspoon is five mil oh perfect and that's just some. it's something good to know so yes it would be nice to have all these like fancy measuring things but you really if you're just starting you don't need it it's not essential you can no. use what you have in your kitchen
1: well now I wouldn't use the same utensils I would like if you I, w- I would I wouldn't share utensils with developer and food. <laughs> I mean, you can wash it and it would probably be safe, but why? <laughs> why yeah, do I that?
0: don't bake, so this is just for developing. It okay, doesn't matter. Okay, fair <laughs>
1: enough. Fair enough.
0: But I think actually I have another one for baking, I, but again, it's this is one that I've strictly done for developing. But Perfect. I'm just saying, like, if you just need something to use just to see if you even want to get started, Mm -hmm. you have stuff that you could use. Use your meat thermometer and use your teaspoons. Just make sure you wash them very, very well afterwards.
1: Or just just get different ones. Or a (laughs) syringe. I really suggest a syringe. So now that we have the developer, 500 milliliters, I guess technically 510 milliliters, but it's negligible, we have to put it into... The tank, Now we've already rolled our film up and put it in the tank like you normally would. And some people pre-soak, which is just filling it up with the, the same temperature water that you'd be developing with, which is generally sixty-eight degrees or twenty degrees Celsius. Some people pre uh, pre-soak it. I do. Uh, a lot of people don't. Ilford recommends not doing it with their film, so you know, whatever. And so, my developing time... Now, each black and white film's developing time is different, depending on the developer. So, yeah, a multitude of different times, which is very confusing. But there are places online where you can, you can figure all of that out. And, of course, a lot of, a lot of the film comes with little recommendations. So, my developing time is eight and a half minutes. I believe FOMAPAN says that it's eight to nine minutes. So, okay. So, eight and a half. So...
0: And what oh. speed is that for?
1: This is for 100. Okay. Okay. Now what, um, how much time do you have left before you have to stop? Uh, let's
0: see. Uh, 13.
1: Oh, 13. Okay, so I'm going to be stopping a, a smidge before you. Mm, um, it's okay. That gives
0: me a warning to look at my uh, timer, so it's
1: perfect. It does. It does. It really works out for me. <laughs> it, it works out very well for you. <laughs> And I guess I mean, that's really it. This is all that you need to do to start developing. You need, you need um, a thermometer. You need water, and tap water is generally okay. Some people use distilled if their tap water is really nasty, but you can also use filtered water, which is better than tap. I mean, it, it is still tap, but it's filtered tap, or you can use distilled, which is, I think, overkill for the vast majority of situations. You need a graduated cylinder. I recommend getting a liter graduated cylinder. You can get those at Freestyle Photo or pretty much any place that sells that, that sells chemicals. And you need Rodinal or another developer of your choice. But we like Rodinal because it's a one shot developer, and that means that you add it to the water, you put it into the developing tank, and then you pour it out. So you don't reuse it.
0: Yes, and, and it's it's if cheap. You don't use Rodinal for twenty years you can literally crack that sucker open, give it a couple of shakes, and it'll be good to go.
1: That's true, yeah. Rodinol has pretty much an indefinite shelf life, especially if you keep it out of the sun. So yes. I got a bot I've told this story before. I went into a Photoshop and or a camera store or whatever. And they I looked for Rhodanol and they didn't have any Rodenol, but they looked on their shelf and for some reason, they had a bottle from the 80s. It probably was given to them with a bunch of camera equipment. And it was open, but barely used. And it's like, hey, he said, do you, do you just want this bottle? And it was a cool bottle, you know? And I said, yeah. I was like, well, it's probably not going to work. Like, No, it'll, it'll work. <laughs> it it'll, it'll worked fine. And I took it home, <laughs> and I used it right away. And I used the rest of the bottle because it worked. Rodanol is damn near indestructible. So that's one of the reasons I recommend it, and it's also just a pretty good developer. It gives you, for the for the most part, it gives you good chunky grain, mm-hmm. and I like it for a lot of a lot of emulsions. It's not my favorite for Fomapan one hundred, but I'll get to why I'm using it for this in a minute. These are just test images, so it's
0: a classic developer. It's
1: classic, absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna add it, and I'm gonna I haven't added my developer yet, so I'm gonna add my developer now. And then start the clock, so we're just adding it to the tank, just pour it right in, start the clock, and then cap the tank, or however your tank is made, close it up, and then do some inversions, some agitation for about 30 seconds, and then uh, it would be four inversions every 30, sorry, every minute after that. I know that you know this, and probably everybody who follows me on Instagram knows this at this point. But I, I got myself a brand new old lens. Aww. It is a, I'm gonna say an 1890-ish brass Steinhiel lens. It's probably for a five by seven camera, but I'm using it in my four by five. Well, I don't know. This is the first time I've ever shot with it. So I mounted it on, on a lens board, which I had to drill a hole in. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. It is exciting. So you you didn't look at the paper for the lens yet.
1: The paper for the lens. What does that mean?
0: There's like this very long, drawn-out PDF that has like every single lens. Oh, from yes. From like the last 150 years or something. Like old yes. lenses at
1: least. I found it in that. And it unfortunately provided very, very little information other than to tell me that it's rare. And... At the Neat. time what they were writing this that they couldn't find any in the UK to really look at. Oh cool. Yeah. So it's a rare lens. It means it's expensive or highly sought after, but it just means that they didn't make very many of them. I think they made it for one year. It is called a rapid antiplanet. I do not know why they called it the antiplanet.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah. So
0: anti-planet. the anti-planet
1: <laughs> and It's probably, it's probably anti or I don't know, it's German or maybe it's, it's, well, it's, it is a German lens. I'm not sure if anti-planet is, is, French and I'm not pronouncing it properly. No idea. Doesn't matter. It's what I was looking for was a lens that was early enough in the history of the lenses. They, they started with them really, really like ugly lenses. Like they looked, the, the images didn't look great at all. And then they started, as time went by, they they refined I don't know if it was the, the glass grinding process or how they how they made them essentially. And they they got to something called I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this right, but it's uh astigmatic, I believe. I uh it, i I think so. It's a corrected lens to kind of correct the the weirdness that happened, especially around the edges. And so I what one, I wanted was. have a couple was, of those? Oh, I have one of those too. And it's it's very, very Odd looking compared to modern, very modern lenses. But I wanted something that was even earlier than that, that wasn't corrected. And this, the antiplanet is a little corrected.
0: The antiplanet? The
1: antiplanet. It's a little corrected, not very much. So rad. So it was an ordeal to focus it. It's a very difficult lens to focus. <laughs> And I'm not 100% sure why. I was working in dim light, and I think once I get into uh, maybe more outdoor areas, these are, these are indoor shots, once I get into more outdoor areas where I've got a lot of light, I might be able to focus it a little bit better. So it is a, an f6.5 or possibly 6.3 lens. <laughs> well, the book that you were telling me about uh, called it a 6.3, but the lens itself says 6.5. So I'm going to trust the lens... But this is a possibility it's not. And it has a very odd metering for the uh, uh, the aperture. Like a lot of it, you know, you, you look at your your camera and your lens, it probably goes from, well, I, I don't know, what, like 3.9 or something to 5.6. Yeah, 3.5. To
0: 8, or? 11,
1: 16, 2. 22. Yeah, this is not that. This goes from one half to two thirds. To 1 two 4, 8 I think 8 16 and then 24 32 well I don't remember but it's a very odd set of numbers It has a that has a distinct pattern. Uh, it is not the same system that we use today. It is a different earlier system. Unfortunately, it's an earlier system, but I can't track down. I can't figure out what system it is. <laughs> it's very, very early. It's incredibly early. I've heard from somebody who thinks they used it on motion picture cameras, like early motion picture cameras, but this is definitely not a motion picture lens, so I don't know if that's true. I do not know what the numbers um, signify. I don't know what one is. One you would think maybe would be the, the lens open the entire way, the aperture open the entire way. It is not.
0: Well, so that's why I was saying maybe like a magic lantern lens. It
1: could be, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't seem to have been according to the the book that you had me look at. It doesn't seem to have been a magic lantern or even a projection lens. So I don't know. Uh, I did, I did get, I I. I, <laughs> I got really a little geeky this afternoon. and I really wanted to find out what the apertures were for each of the settings, like the F stops, the modern F stops. And so with, with a pair of calipers, I measured the opening of the aperture and then calculated what the f-stop would be.
0: How and, did you do that?
1: Well, I mean, it's an incredibly intense formula, but I used a, uh, I used a calculator online that, that did it for, for calculating f-stops. And I figured it out. It goes from 6.5 or roughly 6.5 to 64 which is which which makes sense. I mean that's what normal l- normal large format lenses do. Mm-hmm. There were a few stops or, or a few I guess marks on the on the on the lens that didn't quite correspond with any normal any normal f-stops but uh I don't know. I don't, I don't quite understand their reasoning and all of that, but I, I guess I don't really have to understand it. So, there we go. New lens. I I guess we will see how it looks in in a in a few moments. Well a few few minutes, I guess. Yeah. So there is that. Yeah. Constant. Oh, and, and what's interesting is the old lenses, they don't have shutters on them. They didn't need yeah. shutters because film was so slow, or plates, I guess, were so slow mm-hmm. that you measured your exposures in seconds. So you'd take the lens cap off and you would count eight, sixteen seconds sometimes. And then you'd put it back on, and your exposure was done. It wasn't until you had faster speed film that you needed a shutter at all. Mm-hmm. And so I'm using this on my Chamonix, and I'll be using that, you know, taking the lens cap off, or up to make a lens cap for it, and take that off and put it back on for my, my long exposures. And then for for fast exposures, I'm using a speed graphic that has a built-in shutter that a shutter that's built into the back of the camera, called a focal plane shutter, and I'll be using that for for um, the faster things. So uh,
0: so that picture that I um, printed my cyanotype picture of yeah. my uh, my daughter's friend. Yeah, that was like a uh, like three second exposure. Okay. yeah uh same thing lens cap yeah. just take the lens cap off put it uh-huh. back on um and she's she's actually an incredible model and I told her that because I I actually just gifted her the the photograph yesterday oh, nice. oh. and I was like oh by the way you win because <laughs> very you were very still
1: <laughs> congratulations <laughs> it's hard to sit still for a few seconds
0: it kind of is
1: it really is. So, okay, not to interrupt you, I am sorry, no, but we are now stopping. Yes. Okay. You are, so, I'm not. No, you're not, I am. And so, I mean, let me explain stopping. Now, if you, um, I don't, I'm not sure what happens if you do a monobot. Unless you're, well, you have to stop
0: in the name of love.
1: That's true. So, what stopping is, is you are literally stopping the developer from developing. You pour out the developer, and then you add something that neutralizes that developer. A lot of people will use what's called an acid stop or what do they call them, an indicator stop? And that's fine. You can also use water. And uh, what you do is you, whatever you're doing, you fill it up with the stop or the water and you sort of just let it sit in there for a little bit. With the water you should do two or three uh, fills and dumps with a little bit of agitation. But with the acid stop, with the indicator stop, you just fill it up, let it sit in there for 30 seconds or so, and then your developer is fully stopped. It's not developing anymore. You're not done yet, but you're not developing anymore.
0: So you can't take it out of the, like, monobath, which is everything all in one, you still have to fix it.
1: Well, yes, you do have to fix it. And that's what we will be doing. In um well, I guess now.
0: We're fixing to do that pretty We're soon. We're fixing to
1: do that. And so with fixers, you generally fix for five minutes if you're using I use Ilford Rapid Fix. And there's a few other developer or sorry, sorry, a few other fixers that I use. But for this one, I'm using Ilford Rapid Fix for some reason. I don't know why. And so that should be that should be the same temperature as your stop bath, which is sixty-eight. And your developer, which is sixty-eight, so you should have the fixer roughly the same temperature. It Doesn't have to be exact, but it should definitely not be too cold. Uh,
0: So I would say like plus or negative two
1: degrees is usually okay. Oh yeah, even even five degrees would probably be okay. But you get it as close as you can because why not? You know, this is this is science. (laughs) I guess. Uh, And so we'll set the timer for five minutes. And then you agitate just like you normally would. Do I do like a half? You know, do like thirty seconds in the beginning, yeah. and then you know, once or twice every minute. It's it's not fixing is very casual. You can Super leave cash. it in the fixer for a little bit longer. Uh, rapid fix, you don't want to leave it in too horribly long. Maybe double would probably be okay even. With the other fixers that we use, there's one called uh, TF four, I believe. With those, you can uh, just leave them in indefinitely, though I don't know why you would do that. So, since we are fixing, why don't we answer the question from the previous episode? The Answer Machine sure. question. Do you, Vanya, have, have you gotten rid of a camera and you now regret that decision? Yes. Okay. What is I that I think cam-? I
0: already answered that.
1: We did not answer that question.
0: Yeah, I think I answered it on the podcast. Okay. Um, Well, I was agreeing with someone. I got rid of my SX-70. Oh, okay. And I do kind of regret it.
1: Okay. (laughs) And
0: it's silly because um, it was a good decision to get rid of it. I was not getting good quality pictures with it. I was spending almost $20 for eight shots. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And... um, The lighting was off. I I kept on... I would lose about an average of four shots per pack. So I was really getting like four shots for 20 bucks.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: I just started getting like really frustrated with it because as much as I absolutely love Impossible Project and that they saved a Polaroid factory, I mean, I backed Impossible Project in like 2007, 2008. I back all of these things. I'm like, I even back Cinestill. I'm one of those makers. I get like 20% off or something Um, still. But like, it's just not the same. Yeah. You know, it's just not the same. And it's a little more finicky. I'm thankful. And I obviously would rather us have finicky film than zero film. Um, But I just, I just couldn't afford it yeah it was it's just a lot and i knew someone very close to both of us who absolutely loves <laughs> to shoot polaroid yeah and so uh i i just gave it away i didn't even sell it i just gave it away
1: yeah but that's the best thing to do with a camera mm-hmm. that you're getting rid of if you can find somebody to give it to uh that's just really wonderful Mm-hmm. For me, I I have actually been thinking about this. I've given a, given away I've I've sold an, a lot of cameras. And Yeah, you have I really have. I had I used to travel with like 15 cameras, no lie. And <laughs> now I'm down to a very minimal number. Like usually when I go out, there's one camera with me. Yeah. And usually it's a 4x5. A lot of times if I go out for like a whole day, there's the 4x5 and and the uh, uh, the RB67. Mhm. Um, and so I'm, uh, sometimes I take two, or three cameras with me, and that's that's fine. But it's definitely a lot less, and I have a lot fewer cameras than I than I used to. And I don't know that I regret getting rid of any of them. But I don't oh, think my answer is no. Um, but it's not the camera. I didn't. Okay, I didn't give away this camera. This camera was given away by by its owner. It's not my camera. So when I was growing up, my dad taught me how to shoot film with the Pentax K1000. That was his camera. And that's where I learned how to um, how to focus, how to meter because you had the through the lens metering, how to you know adjust your aperture for depth of field and I learned all of those things using this camera. And so a few years ago, I know that he didn't shoot film anymore and I and I said, "Hey dad, could you still have the the Pentax K1000?" Uh, I like to I like to you know, I like to use it. I, I've never, you know, I've, would, you, would you mind giving it to me? And he said, well, I, I can't, I can't do that. I got rid of it.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And I'm I like, thought you
0: were going to say you got rid of it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. No. How could you?
1: He got rid of it. And I'm like, oh. I said, well, they, you know, they don't really make film anymore. And we're, we've gone to digital and there's no reason to keep it. Which yeah, for his life that's completely true. Yeah. So that's gone. Now he did more recently buy another Pentax K one thousand. Hilarious. <laughs> he got it for like twenty five bucks. Nice. <laughs> and so I wonder he, if it's he, the same one. <laughs> it, it, may, it may well be, and he um, he's using that now I guess here and there. Now, sometime in my early adulthood, he got me a Pentax K one thousand. And I got rid of that one a long time ago, but that's not. I don't regret getting rid of that because that was it, didn't, it was a gift from him, but it wasn't like a, a heartfelt gift. It was just like, hey, you like this? Here you go. I would have liked yeah. to have had his. So of yeah. So that's yeah. that's that. I regret. <laughs> I regret my dad giving away his camera, which is weird.
0: Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like there is another one that you. Did regret, but you fixed the you fixed that. <laughs> um, oh, really? Yeah, you had a a crown graphic, I'm pretty sure, and you sold oh, it. That's,
1: that's true, and I did regret it, and I bought another one and another yes. one.
0: So you, I mean, I would say that that's a regret because you bought another one.
1: That's true. I think you're probably right. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. So I'm done fixing, and we're done telling stories. So. It's time to wash, but before we go to commercial, because we make a lot of noise, so we edit that out, we're going to tell you how to wash. We use a washing method called the Ilford method. And a lot of people will just let water run into their tank and out of their tank for 10, 20 minutes, and that's ridiculous. So what Ilford suggests is water at the same temperature as your fixer, whatever that would be, And that's apparently very important for this as a a chemical reaction happening here. And so you fill up your tank with water, and then you dump it. And then you fill up your tank with water again, and you agitate it five times, or maybe for five seconds, and then you dump it. And then you fill it up again, and you agitate it for about 10 seconds. And then you dump it, and you fill it up again, agitate it for 20 seconds, and then you dump it, and then you're apparently done. I do it another time or two just to be on the safe side Mm -hmm. and that's it. That's how you wash film. And if you only need, if you're using a 500 milliliter tank, that's four fills. You only need two liters of water to wash your film as opposed to many, many, many liters or gallons of water if you're just letting it run. So we've got commercial sign now. So we will be back and we will tell you, um, I don't know, lots of other things. After these messages, we'll be right back. How Mr. Sullivan eats a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, since
0: 1932, it's the same thing. Nibble, nibble, nibble. Huh. such a nibbler.
1: You're next, my dear. Oh. <laughs> There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's.
0: Okay, and we're back. We are over <laughs> out.
1: We are. A lot of uh, agitating.
0: Yeah. So... I'm ready to pull my negatives. I'm very excited. Fingers crossed. How about you? Okay.
1: Now, before you pull your negatives, uh, do you use Photoflow?
0: No, I don't.
1: You don't. Okay. I do. Now, this isn't something that everybody uses, but I use it because the water we have in Seattle is kind of icky. And so what this does is, well, Photoflow makes water wetter. It breaks the meniscus. Okay. It makes the water not beat up on your film. makes it flow off of the film more easily when you're drying it. And so it comes in a little bottle of, I don't know, like a little 16 ounce bottle or something. And you add a few drops of it to your, to I add add a few drops of it to filtered water and pour that into the tank after I'm done washing it. And just let it sit there for a little bit. Not long. You know. Let it sit there for a little bit.
0: Almost like Kind of
1: like the C41 Stabilizer. Well, stabilizer is a totally different monster. That's like an antimicrobial or whatever. Anti-fungal or something. This is not that. This is just makes your water wetter. Which is a fun thing to say. Say that with me. It makes your water, water wetter. wetter. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? Wetter. I love saying yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you have? you have? you have negatives? I do. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Yay.
0: Okay, let's see what I got here. Um, oh,
1: downtown LA. Oh cool.
0: This is when I brought um the Graflex RB okay. Super D.
1: Oh, Kidoki.
0: And then I brought
1: uh
0: the Graphlex RB23. <laughs> I see. So yeah. Ooh.
1: i see okay
0: uh lovely pictures absolutely gorgeous i'm very very impressed uh with the two three i always seem to miss at least one frame and it looks like i did that let's see three four five six seven eight nine ten yeah 11 yep (sighs) always missing one frame i think it's just i don't pull the slide out or okay Something or I thought I pulled the light out and then I don't know what to do, so whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they look uh, they look great. These ones that day was an odd day. okay? Um, I felt like I was literally chasing the light and waiting for the light. and as soon as like I thought the light was gonna come out, it got like super overcast and foggy. Oh no. And then, like light would like beam out, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, I got it!" And then, like I would meter and set and get ready, and then the light would go away,
1: oh. and that happened like
0: five times.
1: Yeah, that sucks. That's a very frustrating day.
0: It is, uh, but it looks like I got a couple, so I'm really excited. How about uh, how about over there? What? How are your? I'm actually really. Tell me. Tell me now.
1: <laughs> well, I do have negatives, and. <gasps> yeah. Well, well, this, the lens is the star of the show here. Uh, I knew that, you know, my developing skills are, are okay enough to make this happen, but I wasn't sure how the lens was going to be. Yeah. And I think, I think I might be onto something with this lens. Now, Ooh. the scans will tell the tale,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I think, I think I dig it.
0: <gasps> Can you send me, like, a little sneak peek?
1: Check Instagram.
0: Are we the only two people that do that, by the way?
1: What, s- send each other... Uh, pictures of like positive pictures of our negatives, yeah. No, other people have to do that, right?
0: Oh, it's your little dude on your it's couch. Tom, it's Tom
1: Servo, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, your little dude, my little dude. We, I don't, are we doing the futures? Nah, no, okay, okay.
0: I mean, I don't think, I don't think we do. I think I explained mine really well, but uh, we're gonna put them on Instagram, right?
1: We are absolutely going to put them on Instagram and in the show notes. It'll all be there.
0: Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you something really quick?
1: Oh, I mean, why not? We're not doing anything else.
0: Okay. Everybody else gets to hear it, too. Okay. So Jaya has a 2-3, and he's been messing around with it.
1: This is Jaya Bond. Yes. Okay.
0: And I gave him a, I think, an Ansco pack film. Okay. It was like, give it a shot, you know. Hopefully you get something. And so he shot it, and um, he told me, he's like, okay, I shot the whole roll, you know, I shot the whole pack, blah, 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 and then he messaged me like, but you're going to have to wait for future Jaya to tell you <laughs> how it <they laughs> came out, and it was like, oh my god, this is so funny.
1: <laughs> that is they awesome. They did come
0: out actually amazing. I don't know if you saw them on his story, but it was just really funny. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, someone listens to that Party. <laughs>
1: I am I think, I, I mean, I'm always surprised that people listen to us in general. And I'm even more surprised that they listen to Dev Party. But people do. Not quite as many, but people do listen to, to us uh, while we're developing film. And that's mind-boggling. So, thank you, I guess? Um, it's fun. Sorry? It's fun, I guess. I don't know. I don't know that I would listen to this podcast if I weren't doing it.
0: The oh, other podcast, would. the
1: main the main episode, I absolutely would. I would love that one all to death. But the Dev Party, I'm not sure I would listen.
0: Okay. I listened to it because I started calling you and developing... Like, we develop... We make Dev Party together. Even when we're not recording, we're making Dev Party. We are always Dev Partying.
1: We are. We are very often Dev
0: Partying. <laughs> so, honestly... The only thing that's different is that I press record and then I send you a file. That's it.
1: That's true. That is completely true.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love, like, that you live super far away and (laughs) we can get together and develop film together.
1: I think it's very fun and I recommend everybody doing that.
0: Yeah, and and get, like, someone else's opinion about, like, I, I will definitely... Ask Eric, like, oh, what do you think I should develop this in? Or what should oh, I do? Yeah. I'll, I'll look on, my favorite is to look on Flickr.
1: Yeah, I Go think so Flickr too.
0: and type in whatever emulsion you're messing with and see what people do. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah. yeah more than likely, one of my pictures will come up. I've shot a, a lot of emulsion. <laughs>
0: exactly. Like so keep... then just bug Eric yeah. and you can death party too with us.
1: I, I keep track of pretty much everything I've ever developed. And like the times, attempts, how I shot the film, and all of that. So I'm I'm very meticulous. There's a lot of people that are not, and I don't understand that. But whatever. Uh,
0: kind of feel attacked right now, but whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't thinking of you. I'm sorry. I meant just like Dick. in general when you're okay. I got some. I got some Agfa Pan twenty five. Um, how do I develop it? And you look it up, and some guy has like. Uh, D-76 and that's all he says about it. Oh yeah that drives me insane it is nice when
0: you guys when you get like a little bit more information about stuff but you don't realize that until you are looking for it and then you're like oh shit maybe I should do this too
1: absolutely you should. So is that everything no futures
0: everybody knows that I have no future wow I'm gonna play with my film a little bit longer I've been finding all sorts of um, fun stuff over here Okay. <laughs> just kind of seeing what I have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you don't ever like take out your toys and just like look at them all?
1: But do I ever get like all my film out of the film fridge and just yeah. look at it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't. A lot of people will keep their film in boxes and it's all pretty and all organized. I don't. I immediately remove the film from the box
0: <gasps> and put boxes. it in a bag.
1: So my film fridge is not, it's stocked, but it is not pretty. It is organized incredibly well <laughs> by by How do film speed you just get speed. rid of
0: boxes they're so pretty
1: i i keep the ones that are, are really nice i have like a yeah
0: like one one unique box of whatever like the yeah like, coat of color gold i have with the rainbow
1: or... mm-hmm. well i have one of those things that you that they, that the pr- old printers used to keep keys in I have the boxes of one twenty fit perfectly into those, and so I have I have one of those. I'll take a picture of it if it's light enough, and uh, I will put it up on the show notes. Let's hope I remember to do that. Is that it? Are we are we done? We're done developing now. Although you, if you this is the first time you're developing, you're done. All you have to do yes. is, is clean up. Just you know, don't be a slob. The rodanol keeps forever, like we said. The fixer once you've mixed it keeps I don't know six months maybe.
0: Really quick, also, because, of course, I use the, like, Kim Tech wipes and all that, but this is the first time probably developing, possibly. So what you need is possibly a pant hanger that you can uh, hang your negatives with. It has a little clip on the top. And just put the film between your two fingers and swipe down. Um, as easy and <laughs> simple, just quick as possible, that's probably as good as it's going to get, at least if you don't, you know, if you don't have a squeegee or anything to wipe it with. Yet, yeah, People still do that. Yeah, I, I think I think I saw Brandy do that recently on a story. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: People squeegee with their <laughs> fingers. We don't recommend actual squeegees. They make little film squeegees. I don't think either of us have had good luck with those.
0: No, I hate it. I'd no. rather use my fingers.
1: We, I use the Kim wipes, which I think you've described many times on how to yes. use those. I love um, them. Yeah, I do too. Uh, when for with four x five, which is what I develop now, um, they're just hanging. They're clipped onto little hangers, and they're just hanging there. I'll take a by little, little tissues. Yeah, by the corner. I take a little tissue or something, and I'll 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 mop up the little bead that forms at the bottom. Because if you don't, there could be some sediment that that uh, collects there. So not a big deal if there is, but you know that happens. You're not making you know masterpieces here. We're just learning how to develop film, so you have these little accidents yeah. and that's okay.
0: And if you have any additional questions, we are here and there's so many people that are on Instagram that could help if we're not available. So, yeah. just uh, reach out because there's lots of us that would uh, absolutely love to help you guys out.
1: Now, there okay, everybody knows Danielle, girl with many cameras. She's doing something recently that I believe she's going to make a regular thing. Now, Ooh. she was on Reddit which is I'm I'm not sure why anybody goes there but she was there <laughs> and she saw, someone asked a very basic question. I forget what the question was, but it was a very basic question. And people on Reddit ridiculed them for not knowing this unknowable thing unless you've done it before.
0: Oh, that's the hate when And it's get yeah, like fuck that.
1: that. Fuck for those people. Fuck all of them. <laughs> and so what she's doing is, hey, no judgment, ask me any simple question that you've always wanted to know, but you're a little, maybe a little timid to ask. It was like, I should know this by now, but I don't know it. And so people have been asking what are generally really basic questions. And she's been answering them. in some like film really, photography
0: questions or like anatomy you know, questions,
1: film, film photography questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is film photography questions. And she's been answering them in, very clear and very she's a great communicator it's really she really wonderful really how, how she can break it all down and make it simple make it interesting for me who's been developing film for i don't know, fucking decade now i can still read it and get something out of it and that's kind of mm-hmm. neat it's really neat to be able to do that so uh if you don't follow her she's girl with too many cameras on on instagram and somehow or another she's going to be making it a regular thing and we may Love want it. to um, keep an eye on that Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back in one week for the main episode, which is the conclusion of the Imogene Cunningham piece. And thank you for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.